Welcome to the Good Growing Podcast. I am Chris Enroth, horticulture educator with University of Illinois Extension, coming at you from Macomb, Illinois. And we have got a great show for you today, folks. It is just about time for our big holiday break. And we are so excited. We really need a little bit of rest and relaxation after um, you know a, a full year kind of back to normal, so to speak. Um, and you know, I can't do this by myself. I am joined as always by uh, co-host Ken Johnson, horticulture educator in Jacksonville. Hey, Ken. Hello, Chris. How are you doing? I, I am, I'm so happy. So like, we're going to have a nice holiday break coming up here, Ken, which means you and I are going to go back into the office and no one's going to be there to bother us while we're working. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's a possibility. Yes. Have nothing else to clean. That's right. Yeah, we have a pretty much big thing on our slate coming up is cleaning. That's our New Year's resolution for right now. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Ken, we are about to hit what is probably going to be your favorite time of year. Not only is it is Christmas coming up, um, but it's about to get really cold. Like it's not going to get out of single digits coming up. I think Christmas Eve, is that correct? So, I mean, it's are you going to be, gonna be awesome. out? You're going to be out in shorts, <laughs> flip flops, and like a, a lit up uh, sweater with like Christmas lights on it, aren't you? That's a good possibility. I think what Thursday, <clears throat> so we're recording this on Monday. So by the time you're listening to this, it already snowed. But last I saw, they're calling for five, six inches here. Yeah. Snow. Lows in the negatives, wind chills 20, 30 below. Mm -hmm. A winter wonderland. It's great to live in Illinois. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be good. I mean, it, it forces us to stay inside. I think that's important because, you know, we like to tinker around outside and, and do stuff out there. So this is going to maybe I can read a book or something. That'll be great. So um, I, I think today's maybe our, our theme for the show uh, today, Ken, should be uh, uh, past, present, and future. How about that? Um, you know, this is this is like the last episode of the podcast for this year. And for us, that's kind of the end of our third season. So, um, you know, this, we'll probably have a little garden bite for you next week, but but otherwise, this is the, 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 the last episode. So it's time for to look year. back. For this year, not forever. That's right. Not forever. We, we hope to do this again, so long as they let us come back into the office. So, um, yeah. So end of season three, starting season four, uh, the beginning of 2023. So I like those, that kind of uh, continuity. I don't like it when like seasons or, or, or our years, academic years, fiscal years start in different months of the year. It's all January for us. It's confusing. It is. It is. It's really confusing. So uh, Ken, Maybe we should start by just giving a look back. I mean, so much has changed. Um, your beard got longer, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we've we've done a lot this year. Um, we we grew some ginger. You grew a lot of ginger. Um, we'll keep teasing the subject, and I promise, folks, next next year, next season, we will talk about ginger in depth. Uh, our project that we worked on this year. Um, but uh, we we also we are a, kind of a, a two-man show here right now. Um, we did lose Katie Parker. Uh, she got a, a, a good job. And so we're very happy for her. So, but we do miss Katie. Yeah. What else has, what else did we do this year, Ken? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so much I can't remember. <laughs> it's just a flood of memories. No, 
yeah, lots of podcasts. Um, <clears throat> look at the list here. So what do we do? Talk about CSAs. This is when we started Garden Bites or we started Garden Bites last year. I think we started Garden Bites in November 2021. I think that was like our first one that we did. So we had episode 100 this year. Yes, we did. That's a big one. Episode 100. I think we had Andrew on for that one. Um, and Wendy. Kind of, and Wendy was there. Katie was, she was still with us then. Um yeah, we just we kind of talked about what was going on that time of year. We were answered questions, we answered listener questions, and um yeah, and we had a surprise segment, didn't we? Um, was that the one where I quizzed you? Might have been. I can't remember. Could have been. The only one I one I remember getting quizzed on is when we had Dennis talking about drones. Yes, I quizzed Earlier. you and Katie on drones, it, and that it depends was questions. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of it depends questions. Actually, I think so. The surprise segment um, was I went through our last previous hundred episodes. I cherry picked very difficult questions to ask everyone, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I can't remember how 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 everyone did. Folks, if you want to know, you gotta have to re-listen to that episode. So, <laughs> block that out of my memory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I will say in terms of memorable episodes, probably the one that I I feel like I learned quite a bit was when we had Dr. Joy O'Keefe on. She talked about bats. I just I learned a lot about bats and and kind of their their life cycles and how they work. Some migrate, some don't, some overwinter, and there are a lot of practices happening right now in terms of um, how we develop in the rural areas, especially how we use wind turbines, um, how we the that kind of conflict between agricultural landscape versus like a wooded landscape and how that can actually that is leading to bat declines and so I learned a lot with that that podcast episode and I thought that was something that you know I would really love to bring Dr. O'Keefe back and dive more into that subject I think at a future date. Yeah I think they've had some research come out recently too on on bats what was it looking at the effects of bats on insect populations and and like tree tree establishment stuff like that. So, yeah, I I read oh that was a long time ago. Speaking of memory problems, but I read I think it was something to do. They're examining the diversity of that understory of that tree that forested area, and they showed how bats could control insects better when there was a bigger diversity. So that's probably points more to invasive species, bush honeysuckle, things like that, that invade forests. And then you start losing species diversity, which then we've said this, but then this is just more research to kind of back that up, that that it cascades up higher into the food chain. Yeah, I think one for me that sticks out was uh, having Trent Ford on, mm-hmm. state climatologist talking about, um, you know, the effects of weather and climate on plants and global warming and and things we can do and it's okay to get your sports car when you get a rental yes yes (laughs) yeah Trent I mean that was really good to have him on and I was just thinking of him the other day because it's not we're, we're just about to hit official winter solstice first day of winter but I'm already looking at my spring frost free date so I looked at the map and I saw Trent's name on there I'm like yeah, so I, for uh, McDonough County, 
It's about April 13th is that average frost date, but I usually don't put anything warm season out until May 10th. So I'm already looking into the spring there. Yeah. So we need to have Trent back on. Yep. Counting the days now. Yep. Well, Ken, speaking of Christmas present, um, if you're like me, you haven't gone shopping yet. <laughs> and, and if you're listening to this when it comes out, you might be screwed because um, you have what a day left before it's Christmas. So um, we do have a couple last minute gift ideas that might work out for you in a pinch. And especially if maybe you're helping out, giving this to perhaps a gardener, someone who likes to do that in their free time or maybe for a job. So Ken, do you have a suggestion for last, like, like skin of your teeth, last minute gift <laughs> ideas? Well, if you can still get to a store, uh, <laughs> I'd say, you know, um, hand tools, you know, trowels, pruners. I don't think you probably have too many of those because if you're like me, you leave them outside, put them down, forget about them. Unless you have a really nice pair and then you always keep track of them. Uh, but stuff like that is always good. Gloves. Um, and I personally don't wear gloves. I probably should, but you should. You know, it's, it's always good to have a good pair of gloves. Um laying around and stuff mm -hmm. um you can always go to the gift card route you know if you want to get plants or something like that and you don't know what people want get them a gift card to a nursery or online retailer if they've got a favorite one and help lessen that blow come spring when they're <laughs> buying plants yeah make it a little easier on their pocketbook when they uh, uh are overwhelmed with all of the plants that they want to put into their car so yeah how about you well, I, I would say, Ken, another idea here, and this is like very last minute online maybe, is uh, you could make a donation in their name or something, um, you know, whatever floats your boat. Um, there's a lot of organizations, charitable organizations out there that do help support, whether it's food pantries, uh, gardening or growing fresh produce, maybe it's land preservation, um, you know, uh, animal husbandry, livestock, all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of organizations out there like Ferrets Forever. I just made that up. If there's really a Ferrets Forever, I'm sorry. But I mean, you know, that, it's a good gift to give. And, and if you give that to someone and they're like, how dare you make a donation to this, this wonderful organization? Maybe they shouldn't be your friend. I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe cut that out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, making a donation in someone's name, that's a very last minute thing you can do. You can, it, it you might not even be seeing them. If, if you have to like ship a gift, uh, this is something that you could probably just email them a certificate or something and it'd be real, real quick. And do you got any other last minute gift ideas? So if you're feeling crafty, mm -hmm. you can make ornament, uh, or something like that. And we also have some videos they can come in handy for that. Or if you want to make a wreath, go outside and do some pruning on your evergreens, make a wreath, kissing ball, evergreen gnome, things along those lines. We have videos for all of those things that show you how to do that. We can link below to those. Um, just make sure that you don't prune your neighbor's shrubbery as you're looking for <laughs> Uh, evergreens because I know sometimes evergreens can be tough to find in the Illinois landscape for some of us or ask them first ask them yes nicely yeah don't don't do the uh the 
um, don't don't do the Clark Griswold thing and cut down the neighbor's tree and it falls in their window and everything. That that wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah. Well, Ken, I there's maybe one more gift idea that I I have, and this does require you to get to the store, and it, it, it's kind of a MacGyver gift for uh, the gardener who wants to grow plants in the winter. Now, maybe you live in a place where you have access to this. I don't, and I don't know if you do, Ken, hydroponic equipment. Um, but this is, it's hydroponics is basically growing plants indoors in water, in like a water nutrient solution. Now, maybe you have access to a hydroponic store, whoever, wherever you're listening and wherever you're at. That's great. I don't. But I can go to my nearby big box store and I can cobble together all of the items necessary to do a little hydroponic setup, little homemade setup in my own basement, or you could put it together and give it to someone. And so this would require first would be like a, a tote, like a large tote with handles. I want to be fairly deep and you do not want it to be clear because clear lets light through. And when you have nutrients, water, and light that makes algae. So you want it to be opaque or dark. You know, you don't want light to be able to pass through the, the tote that you use. Um, you can get um, pretty much, you know, four inch pots. And, you know, ideally they would be the netted type pots, but they don't have to be. I've seen people use like red solo cups before. All you have to do is cut a hole in that lid of that tote and be able to suspend that, that cup or that pot on the lip of that 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 uh, container so that's all you need if you want you could use you could go get this is like rock wool what i'm holding right here if you're listening these are just like square pieces of well rock wool um kind of their their fibrosy they're real dry and they tear very easily it's got a little hole in here where you can plant a seed and then you just set that in the in the container and then you just put just kind of an inert media, perlite, vermiculite, anything like that, that drains really well. And then you need that nutrient solution, which a lot of times I find stuff like that uh, around the aquarium section. Uh, and then an air stone to move that water in a pump. And that's usually all in the aquarium section. And so you have all that. You can grow lettuce in January. It's a nice little MacGyver hydroponic system. Say, and going back to the clear, I've I've seen people do it with 10-gallon aquariums. Maybe you just need to make sure you get something to wrap around the outside aluminum foil or something so you don't get light in there. And you can just put a piece of styrofoam on top yes. of that. That'll float on the water, cut holes in it that way, too. If you've got a spare aquarium sitting around, mm -hmm. um, that could be another option. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole new podcast for next year. I think we're going to be talking about hydroponics next year. So Maybe sometime. Our... Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that we'll sounds like fun. And there are kits out there too. So I don't know if we've, I think we've talked about here some point in the last three years, you know, era gardens, you know, things like that. There's other brands out there. Um, Pre-made, you know, they have all the, the lights built into it. They come with usually like coconut core plugs that you just stick in there and it comes with a nutrient solution and it's got a timer and aerates automatically for you and stuff. If you want to go, it can be a little more expensive than, yeah. than cobbling your own together, but there are pre-made options that have lighting and everything already too. Yeah. 
It's the Keurig of hydroponic systems. You know, they, <laughs> it comes with prepackaged everything. You just plug it in and hit a button. Well, Ken, I mean, I think those are really good, uh, maybe present ideas for the last minute shopper, which, which I am going to be, um, uh, it, usually, um, my go-to thing is socks. You can't go wrong with socks. People love socks. For gardeners, it's gloves. You can always get gloves, like Ken mentioned. So now we did Christmas past, Christmas present. What about the future? Um, we, well, I'll, I'll just say we have lots of things that are coming up. Um, Ken, we do have one webinar series that, that you, I, and, and a couple other colleagues are putting together, Growing Great Vegetables. So what details can we uh, provide to folks about that? Yeah, so it's a it's gonna be a five week course starts February 28th goes to March 28th and basically takes people through how to create a vegetable garden and grow different types of vegetables so it's kind of geared towards first timers or beginners and we've been growing for a couple of years uh, I know we've had people that have been lifelong gardeners that have signed up for it and found things that are useful because uh, we've done this the last couple of years so that could be another gift option for somebody you know, if they're if you've got somebody that's interested in gardening, you can sign them up for that. It's ten dollars uh, for the whole series. <clears throat> you can go to the uh, Illinois Extension website and find that information there for for registering for that. And it's going to be in the evenings at six six to seven seven thirty mm -hmm. uh, for that for those five weeks. Yep. And then after the whole five week session, we have got a an ex ask the expert. Uh, session plan later in the year. So maybe you get started with, maybe it's seed starting, maybe you've got the vegetable garden, maybe you've tilled it, or you've, you've, you've worked the soil, you've got plants in the ground, whatever it is, and you have questions, we're going to have a, an open uh, Zoom meeting where people can log on and just ask us questions about gardening. And and, and again, it's Ken, me, and, and several other uh, horticulture educators from around Illinois. And so it's a good wealth of knowledge. And so it's it would be a good place to bring any vegetable gardening uh, questions for that. So sign up for the whole course and you'll be part of a, a vegetable gardening community uh, for this next growing center season. Growing center. Ah, season. Can't talk. Too excited for my break. <laughs> ah, well, and I think Ken, like you and I, we're going to be traveling all over uh, here and there for the next couple of months. Uh, giving talks, conferences. You have a cider conference that you have to set up pretty soon, don't you? So yes. the, the logistics of the <laughs> Illinois apple cider contest, this sits on the shoulders of Ken right here. So Ken, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how we we judge apple cider? So this is part of the that was the name of from fruit to flowers, everything local used to be the especially growers, especially crops conference. Uh, so every year, the Illinois Horse Society has their annual cider, sweet and hard cider contest. So I help coordinate that. So for this, you know, people, growers from around the state bring in cider that they've made uh, to have that be judged. And, you know, we look at things like, you know, color, uh, you know, the taste of it, is it sweet, the, the acidity. Um, you know, the fragrance, does it smell good? You know, is it floral scent? Is it off-putting? Uh, things like that. And then for the hard cider, you know, get into is it make sure it's not too harsh, not too too much alcohol and it doesn't burn, uh, things like that, mm -hmm. um, as well as, you know, other, other things. So there's, we've got a whole rubric on 
on how to do it. So, so it's, it's fun. Usually, you know, if you're judging it by the time you're done, you don't want to drink cider for a while oh. because there can be <laughs> quite a few entries and you are drinking quite a bit of cider mm -hmm. uh, during that. I've done it two years in a row and I'll just say, folks, you can't go very far from the bathroom that day because <laughs> it's a lot of cider, a lot of fiber, a lot of, a lot of stuff in there. Um, I, I will say some of those hard ciders, whew, they are potent. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's a little bit more like rubbing alcohol than, than cider. Um, but it's, it's fun. It's a good time. I, I, I don't think the public is that you invite the public, but Ken's always looking for judges. So if you got a uh, palate for apple cider, give Ken a call. If you're at the conference, mm -hmm. find me. Yep. I'm always looking for judges. Yes. Well, I, and I, I think uh, coming up after that, not too long after that is going to be the Southern Illinois fruit and vegetable school. Um, I know I'll be talking there about the, the ginger that we grew this past year. Um, and then after that though, can the, the next day, actually, uh, you have the tree fruit school, correct? Yeah. So that's going to be in Hardin, and that's basically, it's the same thing as the Southern Illinois fruit and vegetable school. That school has got three different tracks, a tree fruit track, a vegetable track, and a fruit track. Um, so the tree fruit school is just the, the tree track of that one mm -hmm. in Hardin. So yeah, talking about peaches and apples, uh, cause Calhoun County and that area is a big beach producing areas. So we do that every year. So yeah, again, geared towards more commercial growers, but they have the same issues as a backyard grower has. So if you're, if you're into peaches and apples and need some more information, you can either go to that, that from fruit to flowers, everything local, they cover a lot of that stuff. And then some of the regional schools like Southern Illinois fruit and vegetable school, tree fruit school. Um, it's the one up North that grant does. Is that the state. Northern Illinois? I thought he did a berry school. That might I think it did like a state them. line. Mm -hmm. do. There's, there's, so there's several regional schools around the state. Uh, if you're into fruit or vegetable production, again, primarily geared towards commercial growers, but if you're growing at home, a lot of that stuff still applies. Yeah. Chemicals may be a little different, but. Yeah. Uh, equipment you have access to and the chemicals might be a little different because unless you have a budget to buy a, a tractor and a pull behind sprayer and all that stuff but most most of us don't and a lot of us backyard growers don't mind the occasional apple maggot or something if we'll just cut it out yes yeah don't yeah. want them in the grocery store though yeah you People can't sell like it that. though <laughs> <laughs> no no and you know after that you know we're we're going to be all over the state um you know i know that ex illinois extension we have gardening days and so hey uh, can mention this maybe consider as a gift this year, give someone an IOU to a gardening event. Um, so, I mean, we have nursery school up by Rock Island and Moline. We have Garden Insights in Decatur. We have Gardener's Palette in Quincy. Um, there's a Gateway Green Inf Industry Conference in Collinsville. Um, up in Macomb, where I'm located, on April 1st, we're actually going to have our Gardener's Day, which we haven't been able to have for the last three years. So we are super excited about that. Um, uh, I'll, of course, you know, I'm, we're hosting it, our McDonough County Master Gardeners. I'll be there speaking. Ken's going to be talking uh, as well. Um, and so we're going to have a big fun-filled day. Speakers coming from all over, vendors, lunch, be great. Ken, you have a, a Gardener's Day as well. Yes, we have Gardener's Day on March 25th. So not quite as big as yours. Ours is a, a nine to noon. We'll have three different presentations, but 
Um, I think we're the plan right now is to do one on trees, um, you know, how to take care of trees, one on house plants. And I haven't quite decided what I'm gonna do yet. Maybe some something vegetable related, probably. Yeah. Folks, it's been a great year. We've had a lot of fun. Um, we've learned a lot. Uh, hopefully you've learned a lot and you know, and we hope to do this again for a, another year. Um, and and so we're happy to welcome one of our newest uh, podcast contributors, Nick Frillman. He was on last week with uh, The Garden Bite. Um, so you're going to be hearing more from Nick in the future. Uh, Ken and I, were still going to be here doing our thing so long as they keep paying us and maybe even after that, who knows? What else are we going to do? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. And and speaking of upcoming episodes, if people have ideas about things they want to hear about, let us know. We're always looking for ideas. Yes, always looking for ideas. Some of those out there ideas, I know Alpine plants of Colorado might be a little bit of a stretch for us, but maybe we can find someone who knows that topic. So yeah, we might be able to find someone. Since it's really just dwarf conifers, you know? So <laughs> all right. Well, Ken. It's been a great year. Thanks so much for for joining along, helping steer the ship, and just just hanging out with me for at least once a week. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Same back at you, mm -hmm. and uh, enjoy your your break. Have a happy new year, and uh, let's do this again next year. Oh, we shall do this again next year. We are going to be talking about ginger. I promise. That is going to be the episode when we come back uh, from from breaks, holidays, conferences, all that stuff. Next time Ken and I sit down, we need to talk about Ginger. We got to get this off our chest, what we did and how we did it, and how maybe you could grow Ginger and turmeric and galangal and all these fun spices that we uh, tested this year. So, or last, that'll be last year by that time. But So listeners, thank you for doing what you do best, and that is listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, watching... As always, keep on growing. Happy holidays. Have a happy new year.